Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your dungeon master. My name is Anthony Reed. This is episode 233, and it is the final part of the Conclave of Dragons story arc. I want to give a huge shout out, huge thank you, huge love and rejoicing for all of our patrons at patreon.com slash adventuring, but especially the patrons Ben, Chris, James, Crystal, and Trevor. Uh, the, our, our patrons are so special to us, uh, they really make this thing move, they make this thing go. If you are not a patron and you want to be a patron, Now is the time. We've just updated one of our goals. If we get up to $300 a month, which we are only currently like $75 away from. Not that unreasonable. Uh, If we get up to $300 a month, we will do a QA and a session uh, each month that we meet that goal. Uh, After our regular tavern nights, which if you're not joining us for the tavern nights, you are missing out. They are a blast. Uh, and you can come and ask your Q&A questions right there in the chat. Uh, or you can submit them and all patrons will get access to that video after the feed is over. So, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that you get as a patron that isn't even just part of the regular tier. Just by being a $1 patron, you get to be part of something. And that something is this show. You get to be part of bringing this show to life. Uh, and we really, really appreciate everyone who, who takes part at patreon.com slash adventuring. Uh, and helps us out. I also want to mention the t-shirts at adventureinkpod.com. Uh, we have a full range of limited edition t-shirts, one for each of the characters in our farewell tour to the many pennies as we spend the next six months saying goodbye. Uh, this was our opportunity to do some really cool quotes for each of the characters, drawings by Spencer Hawks on each of the shirts. Uh, you need to check them out. They're very, very cool uh, and delightfully fashionable. One last thing I meant to mention last week. If you missed any of our uh, stuff at DragonCon this year, uh, it's all still up on the internet, on the YouTubes. At, uh, uh, for, for the digital media track for DragonCon has all of the stuff that Mike, Steph, Rob, Mike, and I were part of at DragonCon. And you can still check it out. So the best way, the best easiest way to do that is to come over to our Discord. And you'll find links to the Discord here in the show notes. You'll find them on our website. And, and we can direct you uh, to the stuff that happened to DragonCon. Uh, it's, it's pinned right there in our regular uh, main channel there. And you should go and check it out. That episode that we did, we, we have the audio for it. We will be uh, putting that in the feed sometime down the line probably is a bit of a buffer between the end of the first campaign and the beginning of the second but uh it was so much fun we had a blast doing the show and and having a a chat and an audience there for us It, it was so much fun uh so if you missed it you can still check it out as well as the blood feud and ask the pokedexpert several other panels that we all appeared on over the course of the weekend uh so much fun was was had so you know get out there and uh take a peek all right, that's it. Let's get started. Welcome to Protest Too Much, a Shakespeare showdown podcast where a guest and I go head-to-head each week, and you get to decide who wins. A new episode comes out each week, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your shows. Find us on Twitter at underscore too much pod.
Nobles and farmers, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Gebetto, the rogue. We're basically family. So do you right. want to admit to your family that all you want to do is Gebetto. learn how to read so that you can read pornos? <laughs> Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The High plan five. worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We um, should have a plan more often. Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why am I, are my nipples not convincing? <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. So, uh... Alright, boys, I'm gonna need some more, uh, saving throws here, okay. I think, is how this is gonna have to go. Okay. I think we're just gonna burn this out. <laughs> sure. Uh, with saving throws. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm gonna add dice. And we'll see if you survive. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a real one. That wasn't, those ones didn't count. That one didn't count. So... What? That's not how this works. <laughs> uh, I rolled a nine for the first one. Okay, so you take seventeen. Ouchies. Hey, hey, Keth, you might need this. Uh, and Javetto tosses Keth the luck charm. Keth catches it, obviously. Asher goes, and but like it's a rock, so it's just like. Yeah, Javetto doesn't. I'm notice. still shrugging. Yeah. You notice the like the what the fuck gesture. But you pretend you don't. Keth rubs his luck charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gibetto doesn't notice. So you get advantage on your roll, Keth. Thirteen. Okay, you take seven. With advantage. Yeah, you take seven. Thanks, dog. He uh, <laughs> it d- does it d- disappear? No, you just yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Rubs it, it crumbles. Oh. Uh, uh, the uh, oh, fire, fire elemental takes it takes sixteen damage before the uh, thing fades. Okay, um, sure does. It's still good. It's good. It's good. So I, I think we're gonna have to do these in rapid succession. Okay. Okay. So roll a whole bunch of them, <coughs> I'll roll f- and then four. we will read out some numbers and see how close you guys get to uh, uh, expire. How many do you want me to roll? Just like or just for you? Yeah. Lil, well, why don't you give me uh, six at a time? Oh, my God. Uh, ah! um, and, Keth, why don't you give me four at a time? Before Keth rolls, he rubs his orc bone. <clears throat> okay. Uh, the My numbers are 19, 17, 16, 9, and 7. And... Did I miss one? 19, 17, 16, okay. 9, 7. So you take 17. Um, no. I missed one. And then that next one's a 17. Because you said roll 6. 19, 17. The last one was a 17, is yeah. that what you said? Okay. So you take 10. Mm-hmm. And then you take 5. Mm-hmm. And then you take... Five mm-hmm. and five mm-hmm. and five, mm-hmm. and then it goes away. Bah, I unwild shape. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, I'm at 75. I would have been at 30. Kath, <laughs> you touch the orc yeah. bone. Uh, you are instantly back in that place, that sort of cloudy, dreamlike place. Uh, and you see the figure in the mist in front of you. Uh, and he turns around and he says, Oh, hi, I'm Uthral. And then his eyes narrow. Something wrong with you. Hey, Uthral, my name's Keth. It's very nice to meet you. Mm, you have smell of shadow. I'll stay over here. He uh, points a finger we'll at you. He points a finger at you, and a fireball explodes out from it uh, and engulfs you in flame. Give me a dexterity saving. Uh, oh, Holy no! shit! Well, I think I think uh, I get advantage on these motherfuckers. Do you have evasion? <laughs> Heck yeah! Yeah, I got a uh, evasion. That's great. Thirteen. With advantage? No, he's evasion, so he only takes. Right? Is do you get advantage on it? Yeah, no. It's it's only I take. If I fail, oh, oh, I oh, take oh, half. Oh, oh. I know how this works. It's <laughs> a I really wanted to talk to him. So you definitely fail. You still can. You still can. That's fair. Unless I'm booted out. He kicks you out of your own mental space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too many dice. I just heard it's a roll. fireball, buddy. It's always too many dice. Although it's in my head, so it doesn't even count. Well, Boom. I don't know if you think... Yeah. Easy. Whoa, stop that. That's too many dice. It's he, not. He <laughs> didn't have enough, and he had to re-roll his... Fist full of dice. So 57 damage from the fireball as it explodes onto you. Uh, 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 Uthral, please. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm a friend. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get help you don't with this shadow like stuff. Friend. I don't want to be shadow. A thought. A lightning bolt blasts from his hand and fires at you this time. Oh. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Holy shit. Stop touching your orc oh, bone. Oh, so f- <laughs> Just so stop. F- uh, you said f- 57, so I'll take 20. Uh, oh, my goodness. 26. No. 28. You're a doctor. 28. You tell us. Nah, but I don't do math. Wow. He makes he makes a nurse yeah. do math. <laughs> uh, I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> nurse, hand me my calculator. Uh, he does it really kind of sending like, "Hey, quick quiz for you." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fifteen for a dex. So you take 52 lightning damage as the bolt of lightning cracks through you. Um, All right, he's, he's down. Uh, so Keth is standing there. He touches the orc bone, and you just see him fall over unconscious. Ugh. 
Well, technically, uh, Uthral helped, I guess. <laughs> so, as, as I finish wild shaping, oh, thank God. What the heck? Uh, uh, and, yeah, I don't know. He was just rubbing his bone, and then all of a sudden he's out. We gotta stop. He's got to stop rubbing his I, bone. Um, dude, tell me about it. Usually I need gosh, a juice first. I know. <laughs> um, I cast... And Gebetto, like, yeah, checks on him, and he's like, no, I... Actually, I think you might be like out, I, I, out. Yeah, I, I cast uh, cure wounds on him at level one uh, for eight uh, hit points. Uh, 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 yo, Uthral just fucking attacked me. What? What? Yeah, I, I went into the the, the headspace with Uthral, and he said I smelled like shadow, and he just attacked me. It was fireball, lightning bolt. Then, like, three more fireballs and, like, two more lightning bolts, and finally <laughs> I went down. That's, That's insane. Crazy. That's more than yeah. I would have expected. He's super That's powerful. more than I would have expected to take you down. I, I really thought much yeah, less I would would take you down. I was dodging, dipping, ducking, you know. It, it, I, I was, but I, he caught, he caught like, the edge of you my shoulder. You never do that. That's so crazy. Yeah, you know, you would have been a sight to see. You, you, uh, I wish you guys I were there. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't. Honestly, it sounds dangerous in there. Well, you know, just like as a spectator. I'm glad you're not hurt. He had to power word death me just to get me out of there. He had to power word kill me. He had to cast me out of there. to get me out of there. I was just too powerful. <laughs> yeah, I tried talking to him, but yeah, the, I guess the shadow came with me. I, I really hope it's not still attached to me anymore. Well... I don't feel like it is, but wait a second. Do do you feel any sort of <laughs> shadowing? Everyone's looking at Anthony and waiting and trying to figure out if he's going to have to roll a charisma saving throw. Steph, uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then before like before we go back, Jabeto uh, is going to be like, should we like take a short rest and just kind of yeah. like bandage up and stuff and take yes, care of please. ourselves? Yeah, for sure. Because we don't know how long this thing is going to go on, yeah. but if there's another wave, we got to yeah. be prepared. Yeah, I definitely need it. Agreed. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, cut back over to you. Um, so, the the... The murmurs around the room after the gold dragon has spoken... Uh, there was a silence. A murmur began to rise up again in the room um, as they chatted amongst themselves. And a very small girl, uh, just like a, looks like a, barely old enough to, you know, have a conversation with, walks forward and she says, If we do this, if we follow your plan, what does that mean? It means that the disease of shadow that's running through you will be stemmed. It will... You will be connected to Lanyer and the Fae and given a purpose for your futures. And by purpose, I mean uh, uh, a motivation and a, a goal and a, a reason for existing to help build this planet back up from whatever destruction comes next. 
Ooh, yeah, shoot some fucking side-eye at fucking Gorm over there. <laughs> Whatever comes next, motherfucker. And I would offer you an alternative. I have been working to awaken our creator, to bring him back into this world. If there is shadow in him, then we will face it. We will burn it away, but we will not hide any more from it. We will not allow it to leak into us as it has for so long. And my option for you is that you stand with me and fight, that you help me bring this change. You do not need to forsake the vow you have taken to do so. There will be plenty who stand in our way that you are more than able to take down. Please look at Sithalim. To fight the shadow that's in him, you would need to kill him faster than he's already dying. Is that what you're prepared to do to Herrix? You, you what? You wake him up to murder him? Sithalem like plays up the wheezing. <laughs> Get it, Sithalem. Get it, Greg and Dad. <laughs> we do not need to murder Herrix. You cannot murder a god. We would, we would purge the shadow from him. We would bring flame, all of our flames together to burn away the impurity, just as we were gifted to do. Okay, so please explain to me. If you are able to separate this shadow from Gorm, please tell me why you haven't done it for your fellow dragons yet. You've watched them suffer and you've watched them die when you've had a solution all along. You cannot burn the unending river that flows. We cannot break our connection with Hayrix, nor should we. But while that connection to Hayrix lasts, the black dragons were always beset by shadow. A trickle, a faint trickle, but they fought it as well as they could. And they lost. You said it yourself. As long as you're connected to Herrix, you cannot stop the flow. And we bring Herrix back. And we remove the shadow from him. And that flow stops that way. He is the source point. And if we burn it from him, we do not need to worry about it flowing to us anymore. And we have Please our creator back. What that takes. Because what I hear when you say you burn Herrix is you are destroying the entirety of Anmaneth. You will burn this world to the ground. If we must. For the, in, the, in the mantle of, of saving Herrick's, that's not what you're doing. You, are burn, you want to talk about Herrick's burning the candle at both ends, starting fresh, starting anew? That means that everyone in this room is gone. You will not see the benefit of burning your god to the ground because you will no longer exist. What I am giving you is an option to live and survive to fight. Bringing the father back and curing his shadow is worth everything. Every sacrifice, including us. Everyone in this room. And if anyone told you You get to make that decision for yourself, but they get to make that decision for themselves. You do not get to make one decision for all of the dragons. That is why I'm bringing this option for each of you to decide what's worth it. And what if, if you they say don't... it is worth it for me to die, to stay connected to Herrix, and it is worth it for my children to die, for me to stay connected to Herrix, 
That is your decision. But Gorm, what you are doing is you are burning an entire world to the ground because you think you're right. Because I know I am right. How? Because the father will return and will be re-cleansed and reborn. That is what this is How all about. How do you about. know? How do you know? He is a god. I have faith. And when you talk about choice, what if these dragons do not wish to follow your plan? What if they do not wish to give themselves over to our enemy, to make themselves one of them? What then? Then they will die, but that is their choice. They will die in vain for nothing? That's your claim? They're dying in vain right now. And I give them Holding an on to their connection with Herrick's is slowly killing everyone in this room. I am giving them an option to live. And I am giving them... And to see their children I am grow. giving them an option to have purpose, to matter. You are giving them an option to hide and flee from destiny. They will still have purpose. They will be integral to what comes next in this what world. What purpose would they have serving the Fae? That is not a fae purpose. They Speaking with Lanyer, this transition to the fae, tying dragons to a different, a different purpose, a different motivation, a different goal. They will be in charge. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> They will be in charge of cultivating a new future. Their purpose will be to nurture and grow. To see the future shaped in a way that they have worked and watered and nurtured forward. A silver dragon... <clears throat> in the back of the room, in full draconic form. Um, when you look at him, there is a spark of recognition. But you can't... You're not sure. Uh, but but you just have like a... Just a spark. And he says... This conclave was called together. Let our voices be heard. If there are those amongst us who would follow this traveler from another world and his plan, let their voices be heard now. Silence fills the cavern. Gorm slowly turns to you and he leans into the podium. He says, This setback is futile. When I awaken the father, he will take back what belongs to him. You and your friends will fail. And then he turns and walks away. Back through the portal. Yep. 
full body goosebumps. Fuck you. Fucking hey, yeah. Anthony. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. What? Uh, what the fuck? Jennifer turns shit. to Scythalum and gives like a little thumbs up, like not like <laughs> that anyone can see, and it's still a very tentative one, but like it's like a. <laughs> the silver dragon speaks again. Thumbs up. Okay. If there are those who would follow the plan given to us by the daughter of Hades, the child of creation, let them speak now. Voices ring out. Some. That's better than none. Take that. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> And then another stands and says, this one, this is a, 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 a woman with long blonde hair. Uh, she has a, uh, a red, uh, like rubies set inset necklace uh, over a, like a long red dress. Uh, the dress has like steel plates, it looks like, sewn into it. Uh, it's like a battle dress. Genevera takes mental notes. Yeah. <laughs> she wants it. She's going to build one for herself. She takes a mental picture. And she's gonna describe it to Keth and have him. Get it <laughs> nice. But like Keth's copper be or bronze. She says, "Brass, brass." <laughs> you found it. You got there. <laughs> Wait, three three different ones. Keth would. Keth's gonna be excited. <laughs> brass would be like the shittiest. <laughs> I, know, I know. Just brass color. Yeah, we'll paint it. <laughs> she uh, she says. This is not a voice that you just heard call out either. The the voices, I would say, you could guess that maybe like 20% of the room, if you were being generous, probably called out, uh, okay. which is more than zero. Suck it, Gorm! She says, there is trepidation for us. In what you ask. But we all know that what Gorm is asking us to do is not tenable. He says it does not violate the oath that we have sworn. I do not believe that. I do not think there is a way that we can help him do what he wishes to do without violating the pact. But know this. I do not think I am alone in this room when I say I hope with every fiber of my being that he succeeds. Every piece of me hopes that what he asks for, what he calls for, works. And that Hayrix walks again. And we would give ourselves a million times for him to have himself whole once more. But he sleeps now because he is not. And we do not do this because we have said we will not. We have made a pact that we will not interfere in this world in that way. If we make this choice, if we choose to go with you, to bind ourselves to something else, 
we no longer will be celestial. You are asking us to give up what we are, to become something else, to bind ourselves to something else, but not the pact. There will be a change in your purpose and your freedoms. And the confines of of the Fae are something that are not the same as what you're experiencing now. There will be different challenges and different freedoms. You will be leaving this pact. You will be free of this exact pact. But there is not that is not to say you will be entirely unbound. If we choose this, if some of us choose this, if some leave the flock, cut themselves away from what we are, become something new, and the rest of us choose not to, and indeed, some of us succumb. Although, it took a long time for the Black Dragons to succumb. And maybe we would not be so lucky. Maybe their proximity to life and death was valuable. There is much we don't know. But if we survive... What happens then? I said before that the decision is yours to make. Each one of you in this room has a voice and has a say in this decision. And whether you are willing to die and see your children die is up to you personally. As a collective, you need to make a decision. If some of you decide willingly to go this route, it will be an instant change. If you have decided as a collective, those who are unwilling will see their change happen over the course of a year and will in time see the effects of survival. So what you offer is not a choice to each of us but a choice to us all. And in that choice of you all, if you value all the lives and voices amongst you, then each of your voices can build to that collective decision. There, a hush falls again. We will need time to discuss this amongst our flights. Naturally. 
the um, the silver dragon uh, steps a little bit forward and he says while we discuss this if you can perhaps you should bring that one here I can. And they all... I would never... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I would never bring him into this space without your willingness. But I can bring Regardless him. Regardless of the decision we make, it is important he knows what we have decided. Yes, I agree. The You see the various, like... Uh, uh, like colors like split up to go and like talk amongst one another like as groups um, Sithalum just lowers himself down onto the floor Genevera resists the urge of patting him on the head like a puppy <laughs> <laughs> okay um so I guess we get Lanyard. If you can bring him, seek him out. Now is the time for him okay. to make an appearance. Okay, I will be right back. Very well. You good? So she's going to run outside the cave. Okay. The three of them are just sitting around, <sighs> resting. <laughs> yeah so anyway I was, telling them, <laughs> I was telling i was telling everybody in the shop like trust me hey guys okay um so cool news how'd it go um yeah it yeah. sounds like it went Long. awesome in there well, yeah we was, heard was, a ruckus mm-hmm, there were a lot of ruckai um <laughs> gorm showed up uh i like Totally bossed him out. He's hey. gone. Wait, um, Gorm? We need fuck, to get Lanier here. Fuck. We need to get Lanier here um, as soon as we possibly can. I'm not sure if you guys have a a good direct way uh, to grab him here. How far is, is it to? Is Gorm still here? No, no, no. I oh. was really cool. And then, and then this guy was like, "Anyone who wants to go with Gorm, go now." And nobody said anything. And so Gorm just like, oh fuck like, yeah, sulked out of the room. Oh, it was so cool. But Lanier, uh, I got. Do we know where he? he I mean, he's in. We didn't. Yeah, he's in sale. Yeah, but like we didn't get a cell stone or That's anything. That's not for true. Him. I know. Um, he specifically imbued Gibetto with the ability to call him when he was needed. I don't know if Gibetto remembered that or not. <laughs> Clearly not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we didn't get a I mean, cell stone. Okay, great. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, I, I, could, uh, I could try and imbue an animal messenger. Just see. I guess it's just uh, the fastest way oh, we can get him take... here. Because they are talking in amongst themselves. Like they're deciding whether they're going to do this mm -hmm. right now. Um, and they want him here for that? Yes, they do. They specifically asked for him to be here for that. Are we sure? Yes. And Gibetto snaps his fingers. Asher's picking up a and bug. He's like trying, he's starting, he's starting a ritual. Like, oh, spider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Gibetto snaps his fingers and um, like Lanyard just appears. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's crazy. We were just like talking about just, you. Oh, boy. There's like a trail of smoke behind him. <laughs> okay, Lanyer, long story short. How did short, you know? Angelina winks. Uh, Lanyer cocks his head uh, and he says, I was cold here by... That's crazy. What fey magic. Genevera, tell him what's up. <laughs> I like the idea of Lanyard being like not very good at bits. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Asher okay. puts the bug um, down. Anyway, sadly. <laughs> Goodbye, friend. They're talking right now. They're talking it over. Individual flights are discussing whether or not they are ready for this decision. Um, like it went probably better. Like I'm alive, so that's good. Um, that means it went better than it could have. So they have asked to see you. They have asked for you to be there when they make this decision. While Genevera is talking, uh, Lanyard puts a hand out and the bug flies up onto his hand. And he's just like, uh, it's walking across his fingers while you talk. Um, and he says, <laughs> they have not decided, though. Not yet. This is a great risk for me. I am not particularly well-liked in that room, I don't expect. Oh, no, I know. I know. I know you're not. I am alone. And I enter the, the den of my enemy. Yeah. Like, but maybe you're, but they're, they're your potential subjects, too. Potentially, yes. But if they choose not to, there will be nothing that we can do to stop them. It's a good show of trust. Javetto yeah. like gives him a like a half smile. My people, those who have been given the gifts of the greater races, this whole world, all of it has been thrust into your hands. You have saved us many times and before this is done you will need to save us all again if you tell me that this is where you need me I will go if but know the risk you take before I do it Death just looks at Genevera. Asher looks at Genevera. Jibeto looks at Lanyer. I, I will say they could have murdered me on the spot. And they didn't. Mm. Um, for the amount of hostility that they've held, nothing has resorted to violence. Um, what if uh, what if Jibetta, what if I take the 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 portal stone that gets back to Adventure Incorporated and if things go south, we just send you on through? So last time I used that, Lanyer, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you really, really, really hated it. That is not a good idea from this distance. 
why? I... It's a portal. It is pure conjuration. The portal's not the problem. Yeah, the, the, the portal seems fine. Are, are you worried about, like, motion sickness more than no, dying? No, I am worried about <laughs> finding ourselves somewhere far, far afield from wherever you are describing. And if we portal into the center of a mountain or into the world or uh, hundreds of miles above the world, then we will be dead. Uh, regardless, one way or the I, other. I'm, I'm really confused. So you know how fey magic changes? The portal, if I try to use that portal from this distance, there will be many times along the way that that path may and undoubtedly will change. Where we wind up will not be where we intended to be. Okay, so I could just make you invisible then? So they can't... I... I don't... I don't know what else to... Can Gibetto, if we yell, can Gibetto, can you do that trick again where you snapped your fingers and, and he appeared? What trick? I need you to know. <laughs> she gives Gibetto the eyes. <laughs> I don't think... This is a risk that we are opening ourselves up to of which there will no be no contingencies. I think the reward if we are successful will far outweigh that risk. But I cannot, in good conscience, go in there without telling you of the risk I have identified here. If we are wrong, if they will not support this, there is a potential, and truly it is only a potential, as they could make another choice, and I hope they do. But I am not bound. Their actions toward me are not bound by the strictures of the pact. Right. If the conclave um, turns you I down and chooses to remove me, they will. So I am not comfortable putting that decision on you. I would like for you to come in, but I recognize the danger that you're facing. And if you are willing to accept that risk then that's great oh my god you guys we gotta have faith just go in there it'll be fine Genevera's kicked ass in there I, um, well. <laughs> fuck that stop that you were a fucking queen yeah, that you, stop like that. that we've been here Four and a half years watching you grow, seeing what you've become. Holy shit, you're the fucking brass witch. Are you kidding me? You just owned Gorm Tintreach in a room full of fucking dragons. Stop it. Be proud of yourself. Be fucking... Holy shit. Come on. He makes a good point. Lanyer, we don't have fucking time to do this. You've got this, dude. It is. Show faith, be cool, be brave, and go in there and tell those dragons how sick it's going to be when they're fey. I appreciate that, Gibetto. I do not need to be told that. I am telling you, and he looks at you, Genevera. I am telling you that you need to take charge of this. 
this is your destiny now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's roll them dice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that idea in his head, Mikey. That, o- that only leads to pain. <laughs> I've been doing okay so far. Get your D100s. Uh, 2D10, no. you say, eh? No, 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 no. 78. No. Is that good? Mikey's Is that bad? That's pretty good. Do we want low? That's pretty good. He's calling his shot. We don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So, Lanyer follows you into the cave. Still don't get to go in and see what's happening. Wait, no, of course there. not. But anyway, like I was telling you guys, everybody in the shop is like, I don't know, and I was saying, no, trust me, you guys, this is gonna be sick. And so I loaded up all of the gunpowder. <laughs> right. So inside the cavern, <laughs> uh, as you begin to approach uh, where the conclave is, uh, you hear those voices, um, like. People are conferring. There's a lot of talk going on. Uh, maybe even like a couple of uh, shouts here and there. Uh, and then as you turn the corner with Lanier, the room falls silent again. Uh, and it is silent as the two of you walk toward the podium. Uh, when we get up there, I'll say, as you've requested, I've brought Lanier. We understand if you need more time. But he is here. Full stop. That was the end of my sentence. I know it didn't sound like <laughs> uh, Say hey to your new daddy. So, you, <laughs> I bet she doesn't say that. <laughs> oh uh, you, see, you see Sithalum like narrow his eyes uh, as he looks at Lanier. You can... You can see him trying to reconcile his fear and his uncertainty with the loathing that he has for Lanyer. Um, and you can feel that in the room, that there is just this hatred radiating. Um... Lanyer leans close to you and he says, I think it best if I say nothing for the time being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, like, there's just silence. Nobody is saying or doing anything. And Sithalum pushes himself back up. And he says... I called this conclave that we might solve a problem that has left me on the brink of extinction. When I go, there will be only one Who carries the blood of the black dragons in this world? I will back her plan, and the black dragons will give themselves 
Jelanyar, if ye can truly stem the tide that overwhelms us. And I would put the call out now. If there are more here that would do the same, then there are those who think that we should wait. Then let their voices be heard, as the conclaves of old have demanded. If there are more here who would do such a thing, then we will have it be done. Genevera crosses her fingers. I raise my voice to call this conclave to a close, and may its decisions be final and everlasting. Those who would join their voice to mine, call now. As the call dies down, you know that it was not every voice in this room. But it was many. It was very many. More than you ever would have hoped or guessed. There are still those in this room who you find, you can tell are hesitant. Some of them called out. But they are still hesitant. And there are some you see whose face drops. They weep. They worry. The choice has been made for the dragons. And Lanier steps onto the platform with you. He looks at you and he says quietly, you are of the greater races, but you carry within you more. I would do this and it will be through you as the conduit to them. This change does not affect only them. It affects you too. Is this... Yeah. I would give you final say in this. Is this a thing you would want? A thing you would call for in this place? Can you imagine if I said no? After doing all of that? You have... Yeah, no, let's do it. I... I appreciate your giving me that choice, but heck yeah, let's do it. This conclave has. Am I gonna wait? Am I gonna wait? Am I just gonna flat out die? No. Oh no. Okay. I don't know. You got real quiet, and then I was worried that like I cut you off before you told me that like it's my choice, but I'm gonna die from it, and then. No. no. Yeah, it's cool that you just go. jumped right in, even though you thought you were going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he 
shakes his head at you as he turns back to the (laughs) 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 to the assembly of dragons he says this conclave I don't know how this worked (laughs) this conclave she thought she was gonna die did you believe you trusted her (laughs) (laughs) this is ridiculous if I'd have known it was this easy I would have come here a long time ago (laughs) This conclave has made a choice. And so we will cement that choice. In this place, I will break your bond. I will cut you off from that which created you. I understand that none of you will take this lightly. I understand that those of you who added your voice to this understand how much this will affect you. When I do this, I bring you into my family. You will be of us. Our kin. The Fae are struggling to find their place in this world, as you no doubt will be as well. Once these lines were clear, and we fought side by side against a darkness that was ever encroaching, that darkness is not gone. That darkness would find a way to turn us all. And so I ask you once again to fight by our side. Not as distant allies, but as family. And I ask that you forgive transgressions even when I know they are unforgivable. There is one piece to this, one piece that still must be determined, a piece that I cannot provide, nor you, but one by which you will abide. I turn again to the one who carries your blood, but is blessed with creation, Genevera, warrior. What purpose would you put these people to that might bind them forevermore? Their purpose will be to cultivate. Then it is done. Cultivation will be their true calling. You will not be able to turn away from this path. It will be your only purpose. You will have the freedom to do what you must in the name of cultivation. That is what you will seek at all costs. 
This ritual begins now. Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventureinkpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. I'm going to do an effect here. It's <laughs> <laughs> disappointing for you. No, it was super dope. Is it but called we'll no, Oh no, dope. my children are awake now? <laughs> Dennis! <laughs> they have been uh they're tired. It's fine. Um <laughs> All right, Cupid, are we recording? Good. Hey, listener. Tis I, Chemistro the Matchmage, coming to you from the depths of the crystal sphere where I have been imprisoned. The aeons are long here, and to stay sane, I have put out the call to wizards across the multiverse. Wizards that want to meet other wizards. I seek, first and foremost, some person who might challenge me in organization. I would just love to sit down and talk about dark magic over a cup of coffee. Or a cup of evil, which is a beverage I invented, mostly made yes, of coffee. Yes, I did spend a long stint in the Sultan's dungeons for orchestrating a plot against his life. But that is my want as a vizier. You see, I think the, the teeth are sort of the, the window to the soul. Wizard Seeking Wizard is a dating podcast for wizards by wizards. Featuring personal ads sent in by the magical community where you get to vote on which wizards date each other. Follow us on Twitter at Wiz4Wiz, or find us wherever you pluck your podcasts from the ether. I think that went well. What do you think, Cupid? <laughs>